damn it. Why? Why do we even do this? <laughs> <laughs> the podcast started two hours ago. <laughs> I'm keeping all of this in. You know, you, do you know what? what? I, before we started recording the podcast, I was like, Andrew, should I put my bangs in front of my face so Jenna won't get mad at me? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> and I did. And I feel like an asshole. I like them, though. They're so beautiful. Thank you. And I miss them. Week nine. <laughs> okay. <sighs> you ready? Yeah. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Date Card Pod. I'm Jenna. And I'm Danica, and I am now preparing for Date Card Pod post Chatty Broads um, <laughs> in a world <laughs> where I fear for my life because white women will not stop harassing us about how much they want to fuck Bennett in a way that's different from how Jenna wants to fuck Bennett, which I won't ever let her forget. Um <laughs> Some of these white women are just legitimately like, I love his um, personality. I love what he stands for. I love his money. And I'm just like, I'm only here for maybe one of those things, the money. <laughs> um, like, I, I, I'm just like, white women, <laughs> we love true crime as a genre. I don't think any of us want to specifically be like, you know, like, the subject of an alternate <laughs> podcast where we are murdered by Square Man. <laughs> this week on Uncovered. <laughs> this week on... You know, nobody used to hear that. Um, so, um, last week was the... <laughs> the... <laughs> Last Friday. Was it last Friday? It was. Last Friday. I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck day it is. I will never know. Um, we the Our Chatty Broads episode aired. Um, we've gotten maybe 4 billion followers. I, I, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like what Donald Trump thinks of as winning. Maybe it's like two votes or something. Maybe like we got two more listeners. Um, unsure. Um, uh, but we've gotten several like people listening. We've gotten several more um, reviews <laughs> on our Apple podcast, which are like, uh, shut up, cunt. Um, uh, Joe Biden's a joke, and we're like, yeah, nobody, nobody said he wasn't, um, but cool. Um, and, but like, lots of people just like too liberal, and we're like, thanks, thank you, thank, thank you. you. Um, we didn't want to vote for Biden either, bitches. Um, yeah. If you listen to like any of the last twenty episodes, we explicitly said that. Yeah, jokes on you. St- Stupid ass. <laughs> um, um, so, like, like I, w- I put this in my notes, and um, we can delete this. Um, but Never. Do you, do you guys remember? I feel like this is a thing for people in, like, Jenna and I's generation, where mm-hmm. it's like, do you remember, the, like, the satanic panic mm-hmm. happening where... Um, 
I remember, like, my very Christian, like, parents and grandparents were very worried that if I listened to the Beatles, that I was going to hell <laughs> for some reason. Um, yeah, like, will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64 is really, really just, you know, it's socialist propaganda. <laughs> and, um... I mean, really, my grandma could have just said the Beatles suck, and I would have been like, yeah, you're right. That's the thing. We, we all had to go on that journey. Yeah, we all had to go on the journey. <laughs> I used to like the Beatles, and now I hate them. We all have to go on that journey. It's fine. But they made it a thing that's just like, Satan says yeah. that the Beatles are good. Um, <laughs> but there, there was like a specific thing in the 90s, or like 80s and 90s yeah, that happened yeah. where like, if, if you listen to the Beatles backwards, there was like some satanic shit happening. Mm-hmm. Um, for us, our podcast is the same, but when you play our podcast backwards, we are blatantly telling you to vote for Bernie, and that capitalism is bullshit, and that also, if you're from Portland, Ted Wheeler is a piece of shit. Um, piece of shit, and he needs to resign. Um, yeah, if you, I love that, if you listen to it backwards, that's the thing, is I feel like... If you we, listen to it forwards, too, it's even worse. <laughs> We're just like, I'm a fucking slut, Ted Wheeler, resign! Please, fucking, I will spit in your mouth, you asshole. I don't care if it's COVID times. Mm-mm. I will spit in your mouth. I miss That's an act of spitting. violence now. Yeah, I know, exactly. And that's weird, because, like, when I was fucking every person who would look at me for more than 20 minutes, um, I loved spitting in their mouths, and, like, I was a nasty bitch, and then now it's like, I don't think I'll ever get that back, like... I used to love eating ass, and now I don't know if I'm ever going to eat another ass in my life. Because even if we get the fucking vaccine... <sighs> anyway, that Danica is like, I don't want to talk about this. You know that song, um, Roxanne? It was in... Um... It was in the Moulin Rouge soundtrack. It's just like, vaccine... When that's you... all i have I, I don't have any other jokes okay, um that's fine yeah, i'm very so... low energy today that's so. fine um so like danica said we were on chatty broads last week which is like so great thank you so much to jess and uh, becca for having us on again it was a pure delight um i'm not absolutely sure how we managed to a record as well as we did and b handle the week that followed like it was <laughs> It was bananas. Um, Like, in a great way. Like, everything was so fucking good, but I was just like... Because y'all know Jenna, me, I'm talking in third person again. I hate myself. But, like, I'm just on the Instagram all day long. Danica always roasts me for that. But, like... The amount of DMs we got were so many. But they were all so fucking... Like, we didn't get a single... uh, God, I mean, we got that one fucking review. Um... But I no, we say... had two. We had two bad reviews. Oh, yeah, two bad reviews. Um, but, like, I want to say that so much of the love was just really sweet. And I really felt, uh, I really felt like you and I were being seen. You know, people were just like, I really like your style. I like what you do. We like what you say. And that was really sweet. And then, like, I feel bad because, basically, I think they probably got the best version of us. And now we're just going to be like, ah. You know what? Honestly... This season is exhausting. Yeah. Um, I mostly feel bad for our guest this evening because <laughs> she carried us through a lot of it. We were yes. both just like 
sweet mommy baby, can you <laughs> hold me? I'm tired. Um, I wipe my own ass. Like, and <laughs> that's basically uh, what Connie got out of us. And um, she has been here for a really long time and she's been with us, you know, since the beginning. Yes. Um, so thank you, Connie. But yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you for the kind reviews. Thank you for the DMs, the questions, the tea. People have been dropping new tea. Uh, Danica checked in on me on Saturday. She's like, are you okay? Like the DMs are kind of <laughs> bananas. And I was like, yeah. But I'll say like the biggest question I got through the whole weekend was who is Mama Mia? Who who rhymes with Mama Mia? <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna have to be, like, the bitch here, and I'm like, if you can't think of a word that rhymes with Mia, Mia, when I said the word tea, uh, I don't know how to help you anymore. Like, I, I'm gonna get sued if I give you any more hints. Like, stop. 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 <laughs> I had to like delete somebody's comment even once. I was just like, we, I, I'm so serious, y'all. Do not stop. We, we cannot talk about this anymore. It's not healthy. <laughs> There's no more plausible deniability. Like, <laughs> we can't. Okay. Like anyway. my favorite drink is chai tea. Uh like stop asking. Stop asking. Stop asking. I feel like somebody's <laughs> watching my DMs and I can't. And it's Danica and she's gonna she's gonna scream at me. I'm Mama Mia and I will call the police. Um yeah, so that's been great. Um gosh, what else happened this week? <laughs> really nothing else, because I'm just so obsessed with us. Um <laughs> Uh, the worst no we we've really enjoyed like getting to know um some like new people um i i think both of us are um a little bit i I mean like i don't mean to say this as though we're like protective over like our content or because like whatever like this is you know something we're like really into and like really into focusing on but like we've been doing things the way we want to do it for a really long time um we're not interested in doing anything else <laughs> um, like I, I, like i don't know like um yeah no for sure like we've been this is if you listen back to other episodes this is kind of how we are and um we're always like growing and learning and being you know people who are willing to hear things but like are this podcast is as that guy said, full of liberal snowflakes and like, <laughs> if you like it, you know, our one star reviews are right. We sound like shit and uh, we're a bunch of liberal snowflakes. Yeah, please, please, um, please do not talk about sound on the re- the, the fucking reviews because I try my hardest. Um, yeah, they're better um, now, though. Yeah, I got a new microphone, and I hope everyone loves um, hearing my gasps and sighs in high definition. It's gonna be amazing. Because oh, I'm, I'm giving us a negative one review. Negative why one. Would, why would you sound like that? Um, so the only thing I really want to talk about before we get into the amazing episode with Connie, uh, which you guys are gonna love when we recap week nine of The Bachelorette with Tasha Adams, um, is I just want to continue to say that Tyler Cameron ain't shit. 
Um, this week he came out with a um, line of merch um, that was just against God in nature. Um, a couple things. One, he, he made merch with his face on it a bunch. And like... Not natural. Not natural. I mean, I part of me, like, as kind of, like, a person who's also made merch before for herself, I get it. It's fine. Whatever. But, like, it's just... How many times have you made Reagan merch, No, Jenna? exactly. That was the thing that he went too far with, is he went as far as to also include merch of him with uh, Matt James. Um, I hope he's splitting the or proceeds with that. Um, this is really weird. And also, like... Who sells merch nowadays without donating at least a portion of the, like, proceeds to, like, charity or something that's really worthy of our time? And Tyler has not talked about that at all. Um, so he It's has... weird, too, because Tyler has been so, um, like, open about yeah. his, like, like charitable... Right. Whatever before. It's so uh, weird. He's... I think he's gotten to a stage where he realizes, like, his YouTube channel's not doing well and he really needs to continue to make money and he goes on podcasts and goes i don't really want to talk about the bachelorette anymore i'm over it i'm moving on and then he makes merch with matt james's fucking face on it and i'm like my dude like you're trying to be in every ounce and crevice of this fucking franchise and it's really pretty obvious um in my opinion and then he goes as far as to also make i don't merch. know jenna can't you just like uh recap the episode <laughs> Have you ever just, like, tried recapping the episode? Like, uh... <laughs> What if Matt James just recapped the episode? <laughs> We'd love that. <laughs> you know what? That makes it honestly so much easier. If I just recapped the episode, I would be able to, <laughs> you know, share it with my coworkers and have my boss watch it without her being like, oh, I know your masturbation habits. Okay, last season, I had to do, I think, two episodes by myself because you were sick or gone or something. And those episodes were dark. <laughs> I think one of them was actually really, like... It was pretty intense. <laughs> it was, I think it was like when Victoria P came back to PP season and I was like no. screaming into the microphone. So I have recapped it by myself and I will never do it again. No one wants that. No. <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. But finally, Tyler's merch also had this thing where he is doing a presidential campaign a la the Reagan campaign and it says James Cameron as in Matt James and Tyler Cameron for 2000 uh, t sorry 2021 and there's not an election that year and so all of it's just really like just reeks of desperation and it reminds me of like um Oh my god, what is his name? That makes me sick. Uh, it was that, um, the guy that I sent the video to you, where it's like, I am gay. <laughs> I am gay! <laughs> I don't even know why I brought that up. I just, I just want people to see it, I think. <laughs> I am gay. <laughs> That'll be that'll be a meme tonight, actually. It's just every time Tasha comes on the screen, I am gay. I am gay. <laughs> I am gay. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, 
Yeah. Anyway, I just think it's weird, and I don't. I'm having a lot of mixed feelings about Man James. We're fast approaching his season. Danica and I looked at each other last night, and we're like, we're excited. I didn't look at you the whole time last night. Okay, that's true. (laughs) You keep trying to tell me that I have to keep working. You literally last night. Okay, actually, I want to say this. Jenna was like, Jenna looked at Kat and was like, I think it's time that I tell her. And they kissed no. And they kissed so hard and <laughs> they touched hands and they prayed to Jesus and they looked at me and they were like, listen, <laughs> next week The Bachelor is Monday, Tuesday. We have to record on Wednesday. And I was like, what? <laughs> and Kat was like, I know that I'm your favorite. But don't blame Jenna for this. And I was like, I will kill Jenna. (laughs) It's not my fault. And Jenna, that same night, had also been like, I'm going to order fried chicken. And I can't pick it up. Just kidding. Uh, Order your own food, bitch. Um... (laughs) So Kat was trying to, like, forbid me from yes. killing Jenna. Yes. Um, so it's just been, like, it's been, like, a really hard week. Um, <laughs> and it's just going to keep getting harder because next week I have two episodes. <laughs> and then the week after that, there's, it's, like, it's, it's two weeks in a row. Where it's just garbage. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it's Matt James. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. I can't. Have you guys ever heard of mental illness? Because <laughs> that's what's happening right now. <laughs> You're fucking watching it in lifetime. Um, fuck. Okay. The well. lifetime original movie. Mental <laughs> illness. god somebody cancel us fuck i can't anyway connie connie's gonna be on in a little bit and we're so excited about it and um y'all are the best thank you so much um we really appreciate all the love and uh we will really try not to disappoint you but we will (laughs) it's gonna happen um also, to the people that are in charge of Chatty Broads, thank you for having us on. Um, thank you for the people that have followed us over here. For those of you that don't like what we're doing, that's okay. It's okay. There's lots of other things that you can listen to. That's true. Um, but thanks for giving us a chance. So this week, we have a very special guest on the podcast. We're so fucking excited she's here. Um, You're going to love them. Connie is a black queer writer and reality TV enthusiast from our neck of the woods, Portland, of course. Um, She's a longtime friend of the pod. Uh, Last year, she was on during Peter's Fantasy Suites (laughs) season. And when Danica was, like, inevitably hungover from, like, pooping her butt out or something like that from IBS. Because you were gone. And I was like, I need somebody who's better than you. I, I don't I don't disagree, but, like, 
If I had to skip the podcast every time I was pooping my butt out, quote unquote, like I would never be a part of this podcast. So jokes on you, Jenna. Okay, great. I'm shitting my pants right now. Please welcome to the podcast, Connie. Hi. I am super excited to be here with you. I was promised fantasy sweets, but I guess we'll have to make do with what they gave us. You know what? I don't know that we're going to get fantasy sweets. I, I think we're going to get horror sweets, maybe. Ooh. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so just like real quick for people that don't know you, um, do you want to explain sort of your like background with The Bachelor? Like, how did you get into it? Are you sure. into it? Do you like it? Do you hate it? What's yeah. going on? I I really love it. I consider myself a big romance person. Like, I love romance novels. Um, as, like, a youngin, I would watch Flavor of Love and all of that, all of that stuff. Hell yeah. But, like, <laughs> The Bachelor was very much, like, a forbidden thing that I would, like, hear bits and pieces of. Um, my family was pretty conservative, so, like, I couldn't read Harry Potter, I couldn't watch Buffy, and then you're not watching the sexy dating show <laughs> that comes on yeah. after eight. Same with my family. Yeah. My family was also just like, oh, don't watch Power Rangers either. I'm like, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but okay. <laughs> they use magic <laughs> yeah. to transform <laughs> into those those beasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like Flavor of Love was allowed? Yeah, I think I think it was more of like it wasn't really on their radar. So mm-hmm. I'm just like watching VH1 and catching up on it. I don't know. Yeah, that's... I think that's funny because I I think my mom was sort of the same where as long as she didn't like catch on that it was like a little bit iffy, it was fine. So like my mom would let me watch Janice Dickinson modeling agency, but she wouldn't, she'd like block off MTV altogether. And I was like, mom, like this woman is saying the tea slur over and over. And I don't even know like why she's doing it or like what is going on. And my mom was just like, actually, she's showing her tits and that's the problem. So you're not watching it anymore. (laughs) Very cool values. (laughs) Very cool. Oh, we love Christians. They're very good. I mean, but like talk about values because now like you're, so you're a big fan of The Bachelor and you've been watching for a long time. Like how long have you been watching roughly? Do you remember your first season? Um, JoJo was my first like proper season. Um, I was listening to Rose Buddies and they were covering it, I think. And then I just, like, was Nick the next one? Yeah. So, like, I stayed on for Nick. I was super excited for Rachel and hosted, like, watch parties with my friends. Um, Reality TV is, like, pretty misogynistic in general, pretty anti-black in general. So I was super excited to, like, see what they would do with Rachel. Um, Mm -hmm. Fortunately, they didn't do a great job. But it was really nice to see a black woman being, like, carefree and... I don't know, desired by all these, like, hunks on TV. Like, it felt... Oh, definitely. It felt groundbreaking and wonderful, and... Yeah. Mm. I love that. So would you say that she's, like, your favorite lead, or, like... So what's your favorite lead and your, like, least favorite lead? Oh, gosh. I think that Rachel's my favorite lead, like, as a person who exists Mm -hmm. in the franchise. Um, Mm -hmm. I have... I have, like, some issues with her. Like, I think if we sat down and had, like, a discussion about, like, race or, like, policies, we would come to very different conclusions and disagree on a whole bunch. But I very much admire her passion and the things that she decides to fight for and just who she is. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. (laughs) She's so fucking pretty. 
Yeah. First of all. Yeah. First of all. No, and I, I think that's, kind. like, a thing for everybody, too. Like, the people that I like on this show, it's, like, thinking about whether or not we would get along in real life is just, like, a... Um, a rabbit hole I'm not willing to go down all that totally. often. Um, but yeah, I think Rachel is like really wonderful. And I think it's also interesting that you started off with Jojo because I think that's like where I started rewatching again too. Mm. Like that's where I like hopped back on. Like I used to watch it with my mom when I was a kid and then just fell off forever because who cares? <laughs> like it was like Trista and then nothing. And then I like started again with like Jojo or... Whatever the season was before hers. I think What's that's Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. Oh, I was Caitlin. looking it up. <laughs> yes. No, you can't. You have to. Oh, yeah. I started with Murder Guy. Um, Tractor? Crystals. Yeah, Crystals. Sorry. Farm. Yeah, mm, no, that's you're fine. That's insensitive, but... No, I mean, he did murder a person, yeah. so... <laughs> <laughs> On accident? Is that On Victoria accident? F's ex- ex-boyfriend at this point? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Interesting, Ooh, huh? Yikes. We thought this um, year was long, but Chris Souls was like 25 years ago, and somehow <laughs> his girlfriend is, I don't know, he's 50 and his girlfriend is 23? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, just to, like, kind of wrap up this, like, intersection, sure. have you had, like, a lot of, like, highs or lows? Like, are there things that you've really loved about watching The Bachelor? Like, anything that you, like super super hate and are looking to change is it everything nothing (laughs) I'm sure you're like on the same page as we are but I I really love grand dates like that's really fun I love a grand location I love like a a beautiful gown um Mm -hmm. like I really love the the brown dress that Tasha's wearing during the fake two-on-one like that's so dreamy so -hmm. just like give me a romantic situation and I will get into it. I think one of my favorite moments was when Mike gets dumped on Hannah Brown's season, when she's like looking at all the paintings and like there's a tear rolling down and it's just so hard (laughs) for both of them. It like, it like, (laughs) it just like fills me with something. Yeah, that was like, like, it was so funny and we knew it was going to happen. And it like ended up being like a crying moment because we weren't ready to let it go. But like all of the like melodrama was so over the top. And I think they're really good at that. Like Mm -hmm. just like making stuff seem like not so serious, but it's also like really emotional when people we like go home. Yeah. I think it's sort of like, cause it's obviously like very produced like mm. they're not just catching Hannah by chance, like looking at these paintings of of and strong women. Of, as she, of course, yeah, that's definitely like not what's happening. Mm-hmm. But they have a way of just like, like the the setting is just so grand, and like everything that's happening around it is so grand that you're just like, it looks like this, and I have to sort of go along with the emotional cues that mm-hmm. they're giving me. I don't know. And they're great at that. They're fucking great at that. Yeah. That is literally what the show is good at doing. Yeah. It's It falls short on a lot of things, but <laughs> it can get your emotions, like, invested in it. I'm still incredibly invested in the show. I'm obviously, like, such a Jayanon, and I hate everything about it, blah, blah, blah. But, like, I still get, I still cry. I still, like, get, like, fucking destroyed by certain people going home or, like, certain love stories. Uh, yeah, they do special stuff. Great. They do really special stuff. You know, and if I guess you could just, like, boil it down to one word, 
what do you think the show what, what's your low point my low point oh dear <laughs> god i think I'm joking. You can... oh, oh, um you have remember... only one half hour to explain your low point <laughs> oh okay we got this do you remember on rachel's season when lee was like whittling something just like aggressively the fuck who gave him a pocket knife where'd he get that wood from why is he whittling like a steak who gave the obvious white supremacist a knife? Like, why would you yeah. do that? Yeah, yeah. And he, ugh. Like, that, I remember, like, sitting with my friends. We've got, like, our cheese. We're having a good time drinking our rosé. And I'm just like, this is really unsafe. No. I don't, why is he here? They, like, gave Lee a knife to a Kenny fight. That's really, un- that's just unsafe, period. Yeah. That, like, <laughs> I really hated that. Um, oh my god! Otherwise, good show. Good, good show. Yeah, Other than that, full of great people. Full of great people yeah. that we're going to. Um, now we're going to transition. Now we're going to ruin some lives. We're going to ruin some lives. We're going to play a game of fuck, Mary kill. We've been meaning to do this for a minute, and I asked our followers today to send in submissions. And frankly, y'all are. See, you need to seek help. Like, yeah. people are, like, not okay. <laughs> like, I know that I wasn't supposed to say the C word on Chatty Broads, but y'all are cunts. Like, that, I saw, like, half of the submissions, maybe, and I was just like, this isn't even, like, why? The amount of Chad Johnsons I saw, it, it was just, like, FMK, Chad Johnson, Chad Johnson, or Chad Johnson. And I'm like, I, like, I don't know. I don't know what to do anymore. <laughs> Fuck y'all. You're disgusting. You're <laughs> <laughs> You guys are gross, and I know we asked for it, but, like, fuck you. (laughs) Oh, my God. So we're going to do one. um, I'm going to post them tomorrow just, like, on the gram, like, all the ones we received so everyone can join in the disgust. But we'll do one from, like, this season and then one from just kind of, like, a general one. Um, So fuck, Mary kill, Blake Beardman, Bennett, Harvard, or Ed. (laughs) Connie, you go first. Nose goes. Yeah, Okay. Um, I'm going to marry Ed. I think he's, I think he's kind of sweet. I like the way his head just sort of sits on his shoulders. I think mm-hmm. he'd be like, I think he'd be a good cuddle buddy. Also mm-hmm. that he could lift me. Cause he seems like, mm-hmm. I'm like into that. Um, um, we're going to fuck Bennett cause of that jaw. I know. I know. Thank you. And Thank then you. who was the last one? Um, Blake. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Blake. You gotta go. You gotta die. <laughs> we'll keep your beard as a souvenir. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck. Um, I guess what's crazy is I kind of feel the same way. I think I'm gonna, um, oof, 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 oof. Okay. You know what, though? I think I'm gonna fuck Blake, um, and just, like, close my eyes and not touch the beard at all um (laughs) but also i'm very hairy so i guess it's just like we'll just be two hairy people like fucking each other it's gonna be so gross um and then i'm going to oh what did i do to myself this is horrible why did i say this okay i guess i have to marry ed um and i just hope that maybe he'll cook me some good like italian food or something i don't know (laughs) it'll kill bennett because i i mean i just truly don't like the man I really... Okay. I'm going to say the worst thing I've ever said. Okay, great. I am going to... <laughs> God damn it. I am going to kill Blake. I'm going to fuck Ed. 
and I'm going to marry Bennett because that man ought to feel so thankful that he does not make me sign a prenup. (laughs) I will take his money. (laughs) I will not take his shit. I will take his money. Yeah, we hadn't considered the money. (laughs) No, this is a thing I talked to Jenna about last night. I was just like, I, I mean, like, I hope that Taisha has invoiced this man for his garbage. I only need to make, like, a little bit more than $20 an hour. So, like, I could I could marry Bennett and, like, live with it as a job. Because I've done worse for jobs. No. But, I mean, like, it gives me no pleasure to say any of this. <laughs> no. But you, I think you are correct in a lot of ways. I think taking his money is the best option. And then we can, like, divorce But can you later. imagine having to talk to him and he's just like, I have to discuss with you. Oh, God. And he's just, like, sticking his jaw out like that. Like... <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, God. Okay. Just any surprise. So the other one. Oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. Any surprise gifts are all passive aggressive. It's all to teach you a lesson. <laughs> you no know free I'll... bags. <laughs> I'll take some socks. Socks are fucking expensive. <laughs> but he's like, well, because it's because your feet are weird, so you need to cover them or whatever. Mm-hmm. He just always has to. You know what? I, I I do need to cover my feet around him. He seems really gross, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's so sweaty and so... Oh, okay. We're going to have a total Bennett and shit fest mm-hmm. later. I love it. Um, it's hot, Next though. one up. We got this a lot. People really want to know. Um... Fuck, Mary kill. The three Garretts. <laughs> okay, so... Explain who it is again. Lee Garrett from Rachel's season, as Connie mentioned. Um, Garrett Yagorian, a.k.a. Garrett Gunn, which is Becca Kufrin's Garrett. And then Garrett Powell, which is Garrett Baloney-Eyes, and he's from Hannah B's season. That's gross. Yeah. Does I can Mary kill. Someone else go first. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. I would unfortunately marry Garrett Gunn because he's the kind of guy you could have a marriage with where you it, just as long as you don't talk about anything of substance, he's going to be probably pretty nice and like make me fish dinners from like the fish he caught and he's going to like it, it'll be okay. I'll hate him, but it won't be the worst. I would probably fuck god, fuck baloney eyes. Just because he seems to have a lot of energy, you know? He's just real, like, go, I don't know. Ugh, God, I hate this so much. Why did we do this? Fuck. Like, no, he jackhammer you? What? Yeah, I think he would just, like, jackhammer me, like, make me come maybe once and then, like, roll over and then I wouldn't have to talk to him again. It would probably be very quick and it would just be, like, it's there and I'm, I, yeah. Uh, I haven't been fucked, pen- I haven't been penetrated in mm, too many months. Anyway, uh, and then I would kill Lee Garrett. <laughs> I th- I'm trying think, to fuck with Kenny. I think you're a little bit onto something. Like, I will always kill Lee Garrett b- for mm-hmm. trying to fuck with Kenny, who has never done anything wrong in his life. Um, When it comes to, like, who I'm going to fuck or who I'm going to marry, I think that I would do the opposite, I guess. Mm-hmm. Just because people in Bachelor Nation have come to... People in Bachelor Nation that I like 
have come to the defense of baloney garrett yeah and like i'm saying this with like the most hesitation (laughs) like (laughs) i and also i think like if i if you know if Garrett Gunn fucked me, I think he'd be the most likely to kill me, and I'd get a really cool true crime story about it. And yeah, he could go true. to jail for a really long time. And, yes. like, because America's never going to change, I think that's the the only solution I can offer is to let Garrett Gunn kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Take one for the team, Danica. I would. I would. <laughs> <laughs> So Where are you I, at, Connie? I think that Garrett Gunn, I would fuck him. I think he's, if he weren't like a gross conservative, I would, I, I think he's cute. So yeah. that works. Yeah. Um, Baloney Eyes Garrett, uh, I guess, I guess, he's the one who like was real shitty to like a sexual assault survivor. On Okay, mm-hmm. I have to kill him. And I feel like mm-hmm. with Lee... I feel like he might be into some sort of, like, cuckoldry situation. Like, I feel yeah. like we could work that out. And so I've got, like, my <laughs> shitty white husband over here. But I'm just, like, running out and just, like, living my life, you know? Yes. And he, like, he's like, oh, I hate it. But really, he's like, yes. <laughs> I think that's how I could make it work. Oh, I love it. I love when we could talk about yeah. cuckolding yeah. on this episode every every fucking time. I love that we just came up with three solutions for the worst three people in the franchise. We're so kind. You know what? You're welcome, everybody. Don't ever ask us again. This is the worst. Who said diversity doesn't exist within the Bachelor franchise? We figured out three Garrett situations mm-hmm. that work for everybody. <laughs> You pick your poison. (laughs) We're all the poison. That's fine. Oh, my God. Okay, so now let's recap this um, episode that we saw last night. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) This episode. Um, So, (laughs) we are starting off where we left off last episode. Um, Bennett and Noah are testing Tasha's thinning patience. Um, She reminds (laughs) the boys of their teenage boy drama where an extremely aging Bennett agrees with her for some reason. He's just like, yes, queen, I agree that I'm being a piece of shit. (laughs) Yes, queen. Um, And she's just, like, obviously extremely irked that he is questioning her, uh, what she calls integrity. I think maybe she's thinking of a different word. I don't actually know, though. Um, By, like, criticizing her choices to keep Noah around. Um... So, like, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, um, Bennett is sort of, like, annoyed um, that Noah is still around because he's Noah's dad. And that's, like, that's a weird (laughs) dynamic to navigate with your future wife. Um, But he thinks there's a 0% chance that uh, Tasha will end up with Noah um noah does the beautiful little boy job of tattling and being like well you know like papa said that i won't end up with you ever Um, (laughs) so that this is what the whole like argument is about like and then like bennett brings forward all these like weird gifts and 
he's just he's just a weird dude. Um, so yeah. Tasha is like asking about like the passive aggressive box. Uh, Bennett explains it, and she's like, "Okay," and <laughs> takes Bennett out behind the barn to murder him because he's too old. Um, so the long and short of their like private conversation is like Tasha is insulted by Bennett's comments about there being zero percent chance um, that Noah and Tasha end up together, and she says, "You're saying I'm not capable of making my own decisions." Um, he tries to mansplain what he means by this whole situation um, by saying, like, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines emotional <laughs> intelligence as... And she's just... She looks like me when I've had uh, two drinks and it's hot outside, and I agree with her. Um, no. I'm not sure if it's, like, this point or a little bit later, but she, like, just straight up just says, K... And we all, like, literally got out of our seats and ran around the room just, like, screaming. We were like, this is this is the best response that anyone could ever give to this man who thinks he is literally walking on water with all of his fucking verbal, like, I'm gymnastics. Like, I'm going to mansplain. I love when you said mansplain, Danica, because I was, like, all day I'm trying to figure out, like, what's the word for, like, a lot of what he does? And we'll get into it later. It's condescending. There's a million things. Ah. But, like, mansplaining for sure. Mm-hmm. And when she's just like, okay. I was like, okay. so... <laughs> Like, okay. Yeah, I think he's doing a lot of work to talk his way out of being a passive-aggressive, condescending asshole. Like, that's, I feel like that's just what's happening. He didn't think Mm -hmm. Tisha would walk in on him trying to school Noah on quotients and whatnot. Um, I did want to bring up quotients a little bit. Um, Yeah. So, like, I thought that what Bennett had to say about, like, quotients and whatnot was pretty gross um iq is based on like eugenicist science and has been used to devalue people that we consider like undesirable um whether that's because they're queer or they're like disabled or immigrants or just people of color um there's like a really cool book about it called american eugenics race and queer anatomy um but anyways i wanted to point out that Bennett, he keeps calling it EQ, not emotional intelligence, but emotional quotient. Yeah, like, that's a that's a thing Jenna and I were talking about last night. We were just like, is he talking about emotional intelligence? Like, we didn't even know what that meant. Yeah. And I think he's, like, using it as a way of, like, elevating himself. Like, by yes. using EQ instead of saying emotional intelligence, even though that's all he's been talking about, like, the entire time. Totally. And he's like, IQ is this thing that you recognize. It's this thing that has authority. And I'm going to link this other thing I'm talking about that you don't know about that you mm-hmm. aren't proficient in and use that, like, those two together to, like, and it bolster himself like, up. Yeah, and it proves that I'm better than you. Yeah. And, like, like, for whatever reason. And it's, like, I don't know. It's just bullshit. It's gross. He, like, it, it's, I don't know. Quotient just, like, stuck out in my mind so much because we have, like, as a nation, measured people by these, like, arbitrary systems that, like, bolster a man like Bennett because he is a cis white man with resources and tells the rest of us that we are insufficient and less worthy of rights. And I guess yeah, like I that's what that's where my brain went. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you at all. I think like also like it's funny that he's been called like, I mean, it's not even our, just our podcast. It's like he's been called Harvard by so many other podcasts, so many other publications because that is his personality trait is that he is like a very like well-educated man that does a lot of stupid shit yeah and so like for him to use like 
EQ or IQ even, um, he's just using that in a certain way that feels like weaponized almost, where it's just like he knows that's like how he's going to be known in this community anyway. Mm-hmm. Even though like, I think most of us, like at least like people that like agree with our point of view know that like you don't have to go to like an ivy league school to be intelligent and like you can learn a lot of this from just like reading a book from the library like also maybe (laughs) intelligence isn't like the most important thing or like intelligence as you measure it bennett yeah that isn't the most important thing in this whole entire world maybe that's not what she's looking for in a partner is someone who's intelligent by harvard standards but an asshole like, I could take a test, too. Like, <laughs> I could remember two words. I Like, I've done it several times. I don't know. Does Anybody want to fuck me? I remember two words. Does he ever, like, name the, like, emotional quotients that he's failing in? I feel like he did last episode, but even I don't remember that. So, like, I don't even know that he does. I think he just, yeah. like, is literally just... I mean, I got, okay, I will say, I went to college for a little bit, and I absolutely flunked out. I know, brag, I went to college one time, I flunked out, and I took a a Spanish test one time, and I didn't learn how to do, I didn't learn how to do any part of the conversation. Like, I could take the tests, and I could memorize words and stuff, I couldn't speak, or, like, listen and understand what anyone was saying. I think that's the point of learning Spanish, who can ever be sure, I don't know, I went to Harvard. But... (laughs) Like, I got a B in Spanish that semester. (laughs) So, like, getting good grades doesn't necessarily mean you're smart. I think, in fact, I'm an idiot. And it's okay. As as Connie was saying, that your intelligence, whatever way you are gauging it by, whether it's his shitty way or any other person's, like, definition of it, isn't the most important thing to a lot of people. And it's incredibly rude, toxic racist and like so many things to like then tell the person you're trying to date that they need to have the same standards as you and if you don't agree with that then you are um making a mistake which is like what Tasha is trying to say basically is you're questioning my integrity and everything i just like i also i don't know if it's because like i don't remember what has happened i just don't know what his problem was with noah specifically <laughs> because like <laughs> Everyone else is just as like dumb and weird. Like, <laughs> go ahead, honey. Sorry. Um, was Bennett on the the wrestling date when he like jumped the fence? I don't remember. Because I feel like it's um, like it's the yeah. he's a new guy. He jumped yeah. the fence, and maybe he's not like. I don't know, giving into Bennett's power like he wants to. Bennett seems like I a power game person, so... Yeah, yeah. I, I think yeah. you may be right there, but I also don't remember Bennett being on that... Because why would Bennett be on a wrestling date? He's just like a, a tall piece of ramen noodle. Like, I don't... he He's just a, a piece of spaghetti. <laughs> I don't know who he is. I he makes me sick. <laughs> it's been oh, so Connie. long. Connie. I'm so single, you guys. <laughs> Connie, are you... Would you fuck Bennett? I would. Okay, I bet he'd send me like cool gifts too afterwards. Maybe I don't know. Name name a cool cool <laughs> gift from Bennett you might get. I really this... want like a heater table. 
Like, I, I bet if I was, like, get me, like, so in Japan, they have these tables with, like, a heater underneath. Oh, table. Yes. Okay, I get, I, I heard heater cable, and I was, like, kind of, like, <laughs> My standards are real low. <laughs> it's real sad. <laughs> no, but I feel like if I had, like, an Amazon wish list, and, like, he got a taste of, like, you know, what I'm putting down, yeah. he would be, like, buying shit off my wish list. I yes, feel like he'd do that. So. Oh, yeah, he hundred percent. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I've always said, I hate him, but I will ride his face because I need him to know what it's like to see Jesus yeah. and to buy me things. He needs to buy me things. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Jenna, your change story your changes every week. Every week it changes. I'm not talking <laughs> to you about this anymore. Okay, fine. Is this a fight? Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway, imagine if he had to meet up. Imagine if he had an OnlyFans though, like. I'm not, I'm not subbing Connie. to Chad's, but like, you know. Connie. I'm so sorry. No. It's been a long, I'm sorry. You killed Danica. She's dead. She's fucking uh, dead. Okay, I'm gonna log off now. Thanks for the no. chance. Okay, this is, this is the upsetting part, is that I was ready to talk about how upset I am about people standing this man. I wrote it in my notes exactly like this. And I realize I'm going against everyone else in the chat here, but I would like to take a moment early on in the podcast to say that I am truly scared of white women who I will now have to clarify as any woman (laughs) that is into Bennett. If it's like a, I think he's hot thing, like, fine. You have bad taste. Yes. If you're into his personality, I'm questioning what is going on with you because what personality, like, what is going on? If you're into his money, I'm willing to accept it. It's just not a thing for me. Um, But also, if he paid me more than I make currently per hour, I would consider spending time <laughs> with this man. <laughs> that's, but that also, minimum it. wage is seven twenty five, so that's, you know, not a lot. <laughs> I mean, I just, we have to briefly say that Kelly Flanagan <clears throat> is who we are talking about currently, and she, we need to send her help because she wants to fuck Bennett based on her tweets, and it's not okay. And You know what? I was telling Jenna earlier that the only reason that Kelly is, like, standing Bennett so hard is that she was also the seventh place choice in Peter's <laughs> season. So, I mean... She's standing up for herself. Get it, queen. Same vibes. Solidarity. Get Same it, vibes. queen. Oh my god. Anyway, we have to fucking go. Okay. So Noah and Tasha, um, they are together now. They meet up, and like the vibe is like completely fucking different. It's just like he's just like, hi. I still really like you, but I'm gonna tattle a bunch on fucking daddy and tell you all about whatever he did. Um, tell you about his weird box that he gave me. And honestly, we don't give a fuck. We just like. We just want Bennett to go. So anything that Noah does right now, I'm in support of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Tasha ends up sending Bennett home. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Although this is okay. okay he Ugh. okay. He is so stunned. He yes. is the um, slowest walker I've ever seen before. He's just like <laughs> strolling along, like Daddy Warbucks style, like cane in hand, just going like. <laughs> just I can't believe. I can't believe that she would send me home. Like, sir, look at yourself and look at that man. Like, both of you are ugly, but, like, come on. Come on now. They both need And he's to just, like, it takes 20 minutes for them to get to the car. And he just, like, does 
fully not understand what is going on. This is the first time I think he's ever been rejected because I truly think, like, if you have a certain amount of money or, like, education or, like, I mean, like, I'm not saying he's, like, the ugliest guy I've ever seen before. Like, he has the bones. Like, there's stuff there. I'm not attracted to him, but I would get it if other people were. Kind of. Not you, Connie. I'm really disappointed in you. Um, I'm just But, like, horny. I get it. Like, I know. We're, honey, we're all horny. Um, okay, fiance. <laughs> Fiance. We haven't had sex in months. Ma'am. No. (laughs) Um, uh, But, like, I I get it, but I'm just, like, this man has truly never been rejected before. And I feel like I also had those, like, moments when I was, like, younger where I would be, like, like, I feel hot. I'm going out on a date with somebody. I'm behaving very badly. Oh, I barfed at your house and you don't want to see me anymore. See me anywhere. Like, I don't understand why I'm hot. And that had the same energy for me, but he has money. And he's ugly. <laughs> instead of just being hot. <laughs> also, we have to mention that East Coast people, if you're looking at our feed and we post a reactionary meme, you need to chill out. Everyone spoiled the ending of the show. Within like, like five seconds. On- Five seconds of the show, I, like, I was, like, okay, it got fucking spoiled. Was it a message or just, like, memes rolling through? Okay, so Jenna did this thing that all journalists do where – or all news publications do, which apparently we are one now. So she created a meme ahead of time because we figured this was going to happen where Bennett would get Mm -hmm. sent home. Mm -hmm. Jenna posted the meme and then – Jenna's caption was like, goodbye, I don't have to see you again, Bennett. And then everyone was like, fuck you, stupid bitches. You obviously didn't watch the episode. <laughs> you stupid, absolute cunts. Like, grow up, get alive. You didn't even watch the episode. What is wrong with you? Wow. Um, I hope you die. And then um, we were just like, okay, we're on the West Coast time. We haven't seen the episode yet. Yeah, it's excessive. Okay, give us a second. seemed excessive um it was me that said all those comments but um... (laughs) imagine just looking in a mirror as you type it yeah i was i that's how i watched the bachelor i just like um i turned around on the couch and just watched the mirror Mm. look at myself um yeah uh so Oh, yeah, just East Coast people. We love you. And I th- I think we have a lot of new people tuning in with us. Um, but please, please chill. <laughs> um, uh, so Harvard goes home. Uh, Noah is so excited that he's jerking his little dinger off, thinking that he's going to get the rose. <laughs> Tasha uh, wipes it out of his hand. Yeah, Tasha pulls out a literal gun <laughs> and tells him that he's an immature baby that's not ready for marriage. Um so he's sweating for a little bit longer, and she's just like, liter- she says this, no, don't be smiling. That wasn't, like, a victory for you by any means. I'm not going to give you the rose right now either. I guess I'll see you later. And I was like, <laughs> ma'am, you murdered two men this evening. Yeah, and, she's like, so... as, this is the first time as a, as, like, a country that we have been united in a long time. Yes, I think so. Well, almost because fucking Kelly and her stand. I can't. Ugh. P. 
people, Bennett is not worth standing. Okay, anyway, Tisha goes back to the rose ceremony. Um, hometowns are around the corner, lest we fucking forget. Yuck. Um, hometowns, <laughs> so quote unquote. Yeah, exactly. So Tisha's trying to figure out, like, where all the dudes are at and, like, which is, like, basically what she's doing the entire... That's, like, the fucking vibe of this whole episode. It's like, where are you at currently? It's like, well, we're at La Quinta, and it's not great. Um, it's actually been pretty terrible. Emotionally, I'm at La Quinta. <laughs> Emotionally. <laughs> That's a good meme. Okay, I have to make that. <laughs> I have to step away for a second. Yes. You would. That cord problem. Cord problem? Yeah. Have you hooked up to my TV so I can see you? Because my computer's broken. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, guys. No, you're, you're good. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're back. Just, like, real quick question. What do you think hometowns are going to be like? Do you think it's going to be, like, Zoom stuff, or do you think everybody's been quarantined? I think that there will be, like, one or two people from each family because, like, mm-hmm. for one, I don't think that, Blake's going to survive the one-on-one. Mm-mm. So I feel mm-hmm. like we're going to have the shorter amount, like, group of guys, and then we're going to have, like, at least two people from each family come out while at La Quinta. What mm-hmm. do you think? Yeah, I think so. That's what I think, um, too. And I think people who can't come out are going to be on Zoom. And yeah. I, I, that's right. Do. Yeah, they might, they might have a couple of that. Yeah, you're right. Because, like, I, you can't imagine... You can't, like, expect every family to come and quarantine for a week and take, like, 20 COVID tests and, like... Get not paid to be there. <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Ugh. Oh, my God. So, um, at the rose ceremony, Riley steps up first. He's at, He pulls uh, Tasha aside for a little surprise. He says, today is our one-week anniversary of being boyfriend and girlfriend, which is so fucking sweet. I died of all of the cavities. <laughs> it's really cute. <laughs> so cute um he's the best and he deserves more airtime. oh god we love him we love riley uh zach brings taisha a framed photo from their fucking wedding shoot which is just i still hate that date and also that cameraman clearly wasn't taking photos so i don't know where he got this photo from (laughs) because there was definitely no fucking film in that camera um and they make out a bunch because like uh, of course and then it's followed by more making out with ben and I, at this point, left the room because I can't handle any of the kissing. It's not okay for me. Well, you were peeing, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I peed. But I was like, I'm going to take, like, a longer time peeing because I can't. <laughs> I don't like, I like some of these men, but I just don't like the kissing. Do you like the kissing, Connie? I love the kissing. I like that oh, there was, like, a little extra tongue with, I don't know if it was later with Zach. At some point, she, like, there, there was, like, tongue happening. And I really enjoyed that for them. I think I think I would normally enjoy it. I think where Jenna and I are coming from is just like we've been so like COVID anxious that like watching people be this close together mm-hmm. makes us feel like just like icky inside, and it's like almost like a psychosomatic thing. Like when we see people kissing or like being too close together, we're like, no, you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed. <laughs> For me, there's some comfort in like the lie they've told me about it being completely safe and like a bubble. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to believe you until one of these contestants gets sick. Mm. I will believe you. And so it's like, yeah, they're the only people on earth who can make out with multiple people safely. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, what is that show called? The, the, uh, 
like the nature show it's like that like you're seeing like a bird do like a, a secret mating dance that no one's seen but you have to like hide out in a bush to like catch it you know yeah that's you gotta what watch the birds fuck yeah <laughs> yeah you're watching a native Ben with a loose fitted t-shirt and he is approaching his mate Tisha, who looks gorgeous, and she is not sweating at all. Okay, this is if Bjork were hosting The Bachelor. (laughs) He's in his socks. (laughs) For a kiss, and no one's wearing any socks. I don't know what this is. It's Bjork hosting The Bachelor. I told you. It's yeah. the worst. I thought. Uh, speaking speaking of hosts, Jojo walks in ca- carrying <laughs> the butter knife of bad news. Um, but I don't think she knows how to use it because she just stands there with like holding the champagne flute and the knife like near it and just kind of like is like waiting for a cue. I think maybe off camera. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't really know. Yeah, I don't know how to do that either. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, like I I put it in the notes because I was like, oh stupid bitch, you don't know how to clink clink a toot or whatever i'm just like i don't know what the fuck you're supposed to do either all right are you looking for a knife yes you take the back of a butter knife and you just like this is not my glass so i'm not gonna try it but just back of it and just ting ting I don't know. But I imagine it matters where you ting yes. it at so that you don't break the glass. I feel like you want to do it, like, down here because, like, your beverage is bolstering it, but I have no idea. Yeah. I do yeah. not know. Yeah. No, that, <laughs> that sounds about right to me. Um, rose ceremony roll call. Um, people who get roses are Tiny Face, uh, Tiny Head, Riley, Blake Beardman, Ivan, COVID Noah, Ben, and No Bones, Zach. Um... <laughs> God, if you don't know some of those nicknames, then Count this is old episodes. Lucky. Yeah. yeah, meaning we must say goodbye to Ed, Damar, and Spencer. And with that, we are free from our Ed prison until he undoubtedly appears on Bachelor in Paradise. And we have to watch him flirt with Kelsey. I can't wait. <laughs> I truly cannot uh, wait to see Kelsey again and to see Ed just shine. I love him. I'm rooting for you, bud. <laughs> You got this, Ed. You fuck. You want to fuck him? Oh my god. Ugh. It's a. I'm. It's a whole situation, you guys. I've. I've been telling everyone I'm an incel now because of COVID, and it's just like manifesting as my attraction to like any muscle man on TV. Anyone will do. Let's go. Because he can provide for you and break things for you. I fucking guess. Ed I don't could know. provide for you. What's he going to provide? Maybe he could, like, I don't know. We'll go We'll go to dinner at his mom's house, I assume. I, I feel like, I feel like, he's, um. Yeah. He's got resources maybe, somewhere. I feel like Ed is, like, funny enough to where he could be, like, uh, he could be, like, um, yeah, I know I don't have a job, but I, I like musicals, so he's, like, so long, farewell, our readers ain't provide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe he doesn't have to provide, but I feel like he could be like, I feel like he'd be a good time. And also there's the lifting of me that I yeah, yeah. yeah. That's true. I love that. Yeah. I'm excited for you and your future relationship with Thank Ed. you so much. Um, Last night we were <laughs> saying, uh-oh, spaghetti-os. 
Spaghetti-dios. Spaghetti. Girl. Go drink a water. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you didn't say it. We were a mess last night. (laughs) We were. Last night, I I think um, I said this thing where I was like, oh, so like, do you think... um, what the fuck was I even saying? It was something about tiny head and cutting the tip of a condom off. <laughs> and then that I don't even know what the rest of it was. Okay, Danica looks over at me and she says, "Jenna, do you think tiny head cuts the tip of his condoms off so that when he puts it over his dick, it also looks like a turtleneck?" Oh my god. <laughs> You know what? I'm fucking funny. Is Brendan um, tiny head? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Connie. This is the worst episode we've ever done. <laughs> I think it's great. And it's lots our fault. Of, lots of word pictures. It's great. Um. <laughs> all right. So, like, where are we even at? Okay, Ed goes Next home. Week. That's the most important part. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to put this in the podcast universe because I don't ever want to forget it. And it's not funny to anybody that was not in the room last night. But we <laughs> have decided that Ed is... Um, what the fuck is it, Jenna? What are- he has three raviolis in a trench coat. <gasps> and he has two... Um, cannoli rockets? rockets coming out of his shoulder blades and that when he dies when he gets eliminated he's gonna die he's gonna shoot up these rockets in a fury of anger and why did we say that Were no we it was it was like funny PCP? last night i think it's like funnier when andrew's in the room because andrew has that like extremely shrieky laugh Yes. Like, it doesn't matter what you say, he'll laugh at it, and, um, mm-hmm. anyway, Ed is three raviolis, and we're gonna move on to funny news. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, at the morning after, uh, JoJo shows up with a date card, and she's like, next week is Hometowns. We're all shocked, because I still don't know anyone's name on this whole fucking season. <laughs> um... So, yeah, we were just asking, like, does that mean moms and dads are going to be, like, quarantining somewhere inside? Or is everything going to be on Zoom? Who knows? Who can never be sure? Um, rules don't exist because Chris Harrison can leave whenever. Um, but, like, Zach is absolutely overwhelmed by the prospect of introducing Tasha to his relatives. Um, he's like, my family is everything. My mom and dad are my heroes. So that makes it really real for me. Um, as we learned last week, Zach's family helped him overcome his addiction and depressions um and we stand him and his family i can understand how that's really really difficult especially during covid um and then after that we get a one-on-one with baby ben and i think like this is where um all of bachelor nation can finally get together and be like you know what, as much as we, like, disagree, we're all centrist in this one way. We're, like, military <laughs> Ben. We're okay. <laughs> we're okay with him. Do you like him, Connie? I do. I He seemed really nervous during that date. Like, there was sort of, like, mm-hmm. a nervous, like, oh, I gotta do a good job, like, energy to him. Yeah. But I like him. He seems to yeah. be a person who's, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 you go. Well, he seems to be a person who's done a lot of, like, retrospection and like work on himself out of necessity really 
but like mm-hmm. I really like I find that work commendable. Like I definitely yeah. want to like congratulate him for being a person who thinks about who he is and where he is in the world and how he's been to himself. Yeah, no, he's great because the thing is, as Gunny was saying, uh, working on yourself is attractive as hell, and that made him way more attractive to me. Mm. I've never been a been like hater, but we've made fun of like you know certain vibes of him in the past, but. I've never, like, disliked the man, and now I like him a good amount um, for a couple reasons. I disliked him after the art day. Like, I am Thank you. I'm very yes. anti, like, disrobing without yes. any sort of, like, yes. consent asked <laughs> yes. for. Like, any sort of surprise nudity is, like, a big no for me. Yes. So, but as we get to know him, I think if he could just, if he would just ask before dropping trowel. <laughs> I feel like he would go up in my list of boys this season. That would be really nice if men would just ask before they show us their penises. Yeah. But otherwise, it's been really, it's been a treat to get to know him and get to see, or get to hear him talk about the journeys he's gone on with his mental health. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We know him very well. Into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So their date... Uh, Tasha is excited about Ben, and we're all excited about Ben, um, but she is still struggling to see who he really is. And this date's going to be perfect for that, right, Danica? You're right, <laughs> for a lot of reasons. Um, actually, when they started their date, JoJo comes up on this little like toot toot zoomy scooter. What are those called? Line like the scooters. little birds? Like the, the bird yeah. scooter? I, I don't know. She shows up on this, like, electric scooter. I truly thought it was Hannah Ann and I had a stroke. Um, <laughs> I, like, could, I could not live. I was just like, oh, my God, her enormous head and smile is coming over. But it was just tiny, tiny JoJo. Um, and I was like, okay, I understand why Ben is on the stage. Because if Tiny Head were on it, like, he, like the helmet would not fit his head. Like, the man would die. Um so their date is basically like a lot of like riddle based activities. Um, they break open pinatas, um, one of which I'm happy to announce was um, shaped like Ashley Iconetti's sneeze from a couple of episodes ago, um, which could also be interpreted as Shrek or any germ, but it really, really looks like a COVID sneeze germ. It's definitely um, COVID. Yeah, that's a good. I think it was. It's definitely. It has Ashley Eye's eyebrows and. <laughs> did I mean, that? Cool. Did they find that growing on a wall in the conference room where Ashley <laughs> did that in the moment? I I think so. I mean, like, prove me wrong. You can't. Wow. I don't know. Um. So going into like the dinner portion of the date, Tasha is like saying again like she wants to learn more about Ben um she's yet to see who she really to see who he really is as a person and um to your point Connie um he is like trying to represent like a perfect person oh my god a perfect version of himself um so it's really important to her that he opens up during the like nighttime portion of the date mm. Uh, so during commercial breaks last night, if you were watching live, you may have seen a public service announcement for a suicide prevention hotline. 
I don't personally know if Hulu or YouTube watchers saw this, if they're watching, like, the day after. Um, I'm curious to see if that was the case. So if you know, like, feel free to message us. Um, regardless, I appreciate the gesture. I think it was a super responsible thing to do. Um, I think more can be done. And we've talked about that in, like, previous episodes where they've talked about eating disorders or... Um, you know, like numerous other issues. Like I think it could have been just like addressed as a content warning or trigger warning at the beginning. Um, especially, I think this one's especially um, prevalent because it isn't the first time we've heard about either suicidal ideation or, you know, like somebody like attempting suicide. Um, in fact, I learned today um, that Gia of Jake's season um died of suicide um a few years ago um so i'm a little curious as to like why they didn't make that more of a priority to warn people that it was happening especially in like a franchise that's like so um like dependent on like individuals and like people like like are really cruel <laughs> to contestants on this show um but like all of that said this was a really important segment it was really like honestly like kind of wonderful and refreshing to see i have seen like so many um men open up on this season about like really serious and important things in ways that i haven't seen on previous seasons of the bachelor or the bachelorette um so Ben sort of solidifies himself as, like, a darling on this show. Um, he's discussing losing his career in the military at the age of 26. Um, he had, like, a back injury in 2018. Um, where, like, I, I'm not, like, as familiar with stuff in the military, but I know that, like, if you get injured and your career is in the military, they don't let you back in. Um, so he lost his career really early. And, like, while I'm not at all a person who is, like, uh, pro-military, I can understand how that's really difficult to lose your career that early on. Especially, like, you know, Jenna and I were talking about last night, like, the military is, like, you know, like, a way out of poverty for so many, like, people of color and for poor mm-hmm. people. Um I don't know that that's his experience, but, like, if I couldn't do what I had been working on, you know, like, my whole life, you know, I'm 28. Like, if I couldn't do my job anymore, that would be really traumatizing (laughs) to not be able to, like, work in my career field anymore. Yeah. Um, So he's saying, like, I ended up breaking my back pretty bad. I'm 26 years old and I can barely walk up the steps. Um, I was living in a city that was too expensive for me, and I was completely lost. My life was very dark, and I didn't know how to say that I needed things. Um, And he, like, goes a little bit deeper with Tasha, and he's like, I had two failed suicide attempts in 2018 and 2019. Um, At this point, he talks about his sister, um, who he uh, says saved his life. Um, he's never told her about his suicide attempts. And then he sort of like, almost as an aside, says, I guess she'll know now. Um, <laughs> 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 I 
Um, at the time, he didn't want to burden anybody with his problems. But now, um, after intentional and aggressive therapy, he's okay. And, quote, unquote, that's pretty cool. Um, <laughs> which I thought was, yeah. like, really, really honest and sweet. And, like, you can tell he's, like, really nervous to talk about all these things. Because I do the same thing, like, where when I get nervous, I, I smile a lot. And I just, like... Mm-hmm. He's, like, uncomfortable, but just, like, sharing something really honest. And I think this is such, a, like, a stark contrast from what we're used to seeing with the dudes. Where, like, Jenna and I make fun of Cam almost all the time. But his like, dog! Every... <laughs> his Listen, dog. his dog endured the most trauma. <laughs> he had to live with Cam. Can you imagine? Yuck. Always be Cam. <laughs> oh, please don't yeah but they they've been the season we talked about so much last episode they've really like when there's more of a in-depth like quote-unquote trauma that they want to like talk about they're like having these more real conversations they're actually pausing and letting them happen we're giving way we're getting way more than we normally do i feel like um and it's, like, such a step in the right direction. However, I'm still fully, like, I think my okay, my thoughts before we go into, like, Connie's thoughts and maybe wrap up with this is, like, A, Ben did great. Mm-hmm. He fucking did great. He talked, I mean, anyone would have done great, actually. I, I, I won't say that. Like, if anyone has the bravery to, like, open up about something like that on national television, no matter what they would have said, I would have been, like, good job. You did a great job. I really like what Ben talked about with his feeling like a burden and that he and that he didn't yeah it was just really beautiful and I liked that he talked about therapy and um and then talked about how just nervous he was and just being himself I felt it was just so real I really loved it um and I think Tasha did okay I think there's something to be said with just like the overall show production of it like there was a lot of clips of Tasha being like if he doesn't open up with me, I'm going to have to let him go. And that's not Taisha though. You know, I don't feel like that's really Taisha. I feel like that's the show showing us these clips and trying to make us think that this man is in de- jeopardy of being sent home when he probably isn't, you know? <laughs> um, and I don't like that. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily put that blame on Taisha. Um, But I will say my big biggest, like, thing that I'm just still mad about is the lack of trigger warning, the lack of content warning, the lack of proper, like, discussion about this. When I watched on Hulu today, I didn't see any mm-hmm. screens come up. And I don't know if other people saw that or not. Um, yeah. And I just think the show really... <laughs> Here's the thing. The show monetizes trauma. It benefits from trauma every step of the way and it especially benefits from trauma in these specific situations because we watch it we discuss it there's a whole it's a whole money machine if it's going to monetize and profit off of people's traumas then it needs to do the bare minimum and give us a fucking content warning like i don't want them to be benefiting off of traumas but if they're going to do that they need to give us a content warning it doesn't need to be that intense it just needs to be at the beginning of the episode these are the themes that we're talking about um you know, viewer discretion advised. Yeah. I, I don't, I think I don't disagree with you. I think it's like, again, we've talked about it on previous episodes where it's like, this is a thing that should be happening, like, regardless of the television show. Just like, mm-hmm. it doesn't hurt to say, like, 
mature themes discussed, this is what's discussed. Um, but for for this in particular, like, given how much, like, even middle America respects, like, the troops, it's, like, <laughs> extremely weird to not have that prioritized and have that to be, like, a <laughs> snowflake priority, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> um, um, when I saw honey, the... The screen following um, their discussion, mm-hmm. it seems like that is it's. I, I think it's more of like a a media guideline rather than them being like, oh, this is heavy content. We should do this for our viewers. Yeah. In the same way that like you don't list the way that someone like died by suicide, like it's just mm-hmm. part of the AP guidebook. Is that if you're going to talk about this, you're supposed to yeah. show this afterwards. But I feel yeah. like. As a viewer, I would very much appreciate, like, hey, we're going to be talking about eating disorders. Hey, we're going to be talking about depression and and whatnot, you know? Yeah, um, I, I'm thinking back on, like, the, the times when ABC, like, got caught, like, quote-unquote, like, um, the, the, the seasons of Paradise when Demario and Corinne, like, got caught caught like doing something like naughty or whatever and it was like this is what we're gonna discuss tonight and we're gonna have a conversation with everybody Mm -hmm. in the season and Mm -hmm. this is what's gonna happen like why like (laughs) is it just because they're in trouble that's why they're like Mm -hmm. telling us why they're talking about it Mm -hmm. or like and like instead of doing that what if they just were preemptively like this is what we're gonna talk about tonight like it doesn't have to be like a chris harrison like Oh, like tonight on The Bachelor, like we're talking about the. It literally could just be like the same thing that they do with like TV PG or you know like rated mature. Like if they just said at the beginning, like we're this is what we're gonna talk about. People can make a choice, and like you know, like sometimes like like I have an anxiety disorder. Sometimes I will like read you know like tv show spoilers ahead of time because i'm like so Mm -hmm. anxious about what's going to happen that like Mm -hmm. i just want to know and then Mm -hmm. i'll watch it and i'll be fine like it just gives people the opportunity to make choices for themselves (laughs) versus like what they've done in the past which is i'm covering my ass like what if you just covered your ass in the first place (laughs) what if you gave a shit (laughs) what if you gave a shit about your viewers what if you cared about the viewers (laughs) um because there's more of us than just, like, the people that, like, think that people like us are too sensitive, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's lots of us out there. Lo- all all sorts. I would have appreciated a warning before Claire's date in the pool. Like, very yes. fortunately, like, I was, like, in the kitchen and my roommate was trying to describe it to me from the living room. And they were just, like, <laughs> dumbfounded because they were, like, I don't know how to describe what just happened. But it's yeah. awful, and I'm glad you missed it. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think mm-hmm. that the show has any sort of, like, investment in being proactive in that way. Like, they just want to, like, bring up drama and probably not deliver on it, and then quickly move on to the next thing, build up more drama, not deliver. Wow. wow. <laughs> Tell us how you really yeah. feel. <laughs> but I love the dresses. <laughs> no. I love the dresses. The dre- <laughs> <laughs> came for the drama stayed for the dresses mm. hot girl shit you know 
came for the trauma stayed for the dresses. <laughs> oh my god, that's the title of the episode. I love that. Okay. Fuck. Um, yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Oof. I, I commend Ben, I commend Tasha, and I don't give the show any praise, and I'm gonna continue my 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 crusade to get them to do better um, against the better wishes of my therapist, but um, <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> Like, As your therapist, I never said that. <laughs> like, I feel like this season has, like, so many improvements, but, like, the bar was so, 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 so very low. Like, they're pumping yes. out a disgusting product that we all, like, gritted our teeth and watched for who knows why. But, like, diversity and adults with, like, complex lives that's not, like, mm-hmm. a super difficult thing to put into your show. So they get no cookies mm-hmm. from me. They're just barely raising the yeah. bar. I also but yay feel ben. like it's it's <laughs> almost gotten um like a little bit worse where it's just like, yeah, we've all been asking for like more people of color, more representation, more queer people, more this, 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 this. And then it's just like, oh, but we just want to like exploit their trauma a little bit to make it more real. So it's just like Almost like a be careful what you wish for thing, but it's also like, yeah, we wanted this all along, but, like, these are the people that have to, like, suffer the consequences of what we've been asking for the entire time. Yeah. Um, I was just asking yeah. for white men suffering, and I didn't get it. I still haven't gotten it. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tasha Maybe next um, season. Gives... <laughs> oh, my God. With our she hand. gives him the rose, <laughs> and um, she surprisingly says that she, in the, in the moment she says she truly loves Ben, and I'm like, is that a Franken bite? I don't really know what's going on. I mean, I, we love him. I'm not saying that she can't have feelings for him, but, but it's like, what is going on? You just got here, Tasha. Yeah, I love this. Oh my god, we have been recording forever, and we haven't even. <laughs> I don't know. I just showed up ten minutes ago. <laughs> okay we have to go group date okay group literally date. jenna says this every time and she panics I say this every, every time, time. Okay. Yeah, it's I'm never real like, well jenna's the one editing worry. it <laughs> jesus christ um so yeah there's a group date it's, oh my god this is the best group date okay because it's terrible so we have zach brendan ivan noah and riley go on a group date together uh knowing full well that whoever gets the rose um will have their family introduce Atisha. But first, they must go through a completely real and certified lie detector test. <laughs> JK, it's all completely fucking bullshit and none of this is real. And I don't really want to go through like all no, of the No, here, I'm going to put on all of this. I'm going to put on my lie detector right now. <laughs> Danica is wrapping the cord of her microphone around her boobies okay ask me Um, any question okay do you like zach no (laughs) inconclusive we're getting orange over here yeah you can't decide (laughs) do you have parents no no green oh wow 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 um my parents are dead as fuck 
Are you horny? No. Red. Red. How dare you, How dare you lie to Tasha? I know. This is going to be a conversation I have to have over, like, I tried to hide that I was horny this whole day. (laughs) So, um, it's a completely fake lie detector test. There's three bulbs. They're red, orange, and green. A producer is literally in the back room, just like, hitting a dial for each one of them. The screen on JoJo's computer is a screensaver for a heartbeat. It's just the absolute, I cannot with it. Um, At one point, people are answering the yes or no questions with, like, full sentences, and then it's just, like, orange? You're like, this is not how any of this is supposed to happen. I absolutely hate it. What, Riley at one point was, like, they were just, like, I don't even... What's your name? Oh, yeah, that, well, yeah. like, Riley answered the question. That's true, though. And the, the question was, like, red, and he was like, what the hell and fuck? And, like, yeah, there, there's going to be a conversation there. But, like, um, that was the question that led us to believe, like, oh, yeah, the producers talked to all of them before. Like, how do you feel about all this? And that's how they answered, like, red, yellow, or green or whatever for this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, the fact that Riley was just like, yeah, I don't use this in my lawyer practice because lie detector tests are fucking bullshit. And we were just like, yes, King. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, King. (laughs) I did find it funny that, like, they showed his name being being a lie immediately after that. I'm like, okay, producers, I see you. We see you. We fucking, we fucking see you. Yeah. We find out that um, Zach is a cheater. Um, this is very much not okay with Tasha, obviously, because her um, marriage ended due to her husband cheating on her, which they have to remind us no less than 20 times an episode. <laughs> um, she's pretty mad about that. The Riley fails his name thing. Noah fails the mustache question do you miss your mustache he says no it goes red i mean again none of this is real and i absolutely hate it and i hate that they're trying to make any of these men feel bad for something that's completely you know what? fabricated kill noah kill noah yeah. for sure uh <laughs> well, no. he got a yellow or a red <laughs> kill him kill him liar um, Tisha's first order of business is to pull Zach aside and tell him to fuck off with his shoes because everyone's thinking that. Um, secondly, she has a zero tolerance policy for cheating, as I mentioned. Like, this is not, and I, and I get that. And she's, it's obviously a sensitive thing. Um, <laughs> and everyone, and like the previews were like, she's gonna tell him off for this cheating thing and come to find out it's a bunch of clown bullshit. And he's like, no, I actually just cheated on my sixth grade girlfriend. So they promised. You know what? She could still be traumatized. <laughs> Stop. You're not off the hook. It's another promise of big, big drama, and then it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing. You she know didn't what? storm I'm away the... crying. It was nothing. No, I'm the sixth grade girlfriend. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> nobody thinks of me (laughs) I had to watch Zach play um, a game of bowling with another girl I had to watch him shatter all of the bones in his face and I supported him (laughs) I supported him god we're the worst we're the fucking worst everybody who's 
unsubscribe to us from Chatty Robs is, is like completely unsubscribed. They're like, unsubscribe, unsubscribe. I hate this show. What is this? Or they're having the time of their life. God, I fucking hope so because I can't handle rejection at all. Um, next in the hot seat is Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Brandan. Brand- Do we know how to say Brandon. his name? Brandon. Brandon. Okay, tiny head. Um, <laughs> who has to explain his inconclusive answers about meeting Tasha's family, which is like, dude, like I get it. Like I would be anxious too. Like you just met this person. Um. <laughs> Tasha doesn't seem to get it though. No, she's just like, what is your deal? Can you explain this? And he's like, well, proposing to somebody again, I want it to be the last time I ever do that. Um, and he doesn't want to put his family through another failed ma- marriage. And like Tasha being divorced herself understands his point of view, like obviously. The next part um, is actually what I would argue is like the hardest part of the episode to watch. Mm-hmm. Um for a lot of reasons. Um, so this is where, like, Riley sort of, like, comes in. He um, he has, like, some, like, what seems like it was supposed to be, like, an ITM. And he got, like, really emotional and sort of, like, just went off and had, like, an emotional moment to himself. Um... And he goes to, like, sit down with Taisha during the cocktail party. Um, and it's just, like, kind of emotional about his family and if he's going to be able to, like, fully share with her, like, the kind of things that he's been through. Um, so his story sort of revolves around his name which was determined to be a lie <laughs> at the <laughs> yeah it sh- we sh- it really should have been a, a moral <laughs> missed opportunity um um he was named Dwayne Henderson Jr after his father and for the first 22 years of his life Riley and his dad had a great relationship as he got older, he learned more about his relationship or his father's relationship with his mother and that not everything his dad told him about his mom was true. Um, they sort of had like a falling out and then um, Riley decided to start from scratch. Um, he legally changed his name and he and his mom seem like really close. He's a lawyer now. Um, he just seems like he has, like, a really, really complicated, like, family history, which I totally understand. Um, I think the part that Jenna and I were talking about last night is that Taisha was so wonderful in her response to this, but it just really didn't seem like a, um, it seemed like a, a platonic friendly reaction to, like, somebody sharing a trauma with you rather than, like, a, oh, I'm, like, really attracted to you and I I love you. I can see that. Kind of reaction. So, um, we are fully expecting um, that he might go home, which makes us so sad. Um, I think... Because it's really... It's, sorry, oh, no, go, go ahead, ahead Dan. Go ahead. It, it's just, like, really hard to, like... Um, see somebody like go through this whole thing where they're like sharing so much of themselves and not that they deserve to be rewarded just for like having gone through a trauma but like to go through all of that and 
to basically it like just from what we're predicting like not experience any like reward from that whatsoever is hard or reciprocity like yeah he's not gonna have a chance to like get to know Tasha in that way either Mm -hmm. I don't think yeah and so he's just sort of like putting it out there and just being observed and there's no like real relating it seems like which is a bummer Mm -hmm. yeah oh my god that's so true I feel like other than Maybe Ivan's conversation with her, she hasn't done a ton of, well, and then I guess Tiny Heads with the yeah. divorce, um, hasn't done a lot of that kind of giving back to it, which is fine, and I'm not saying she has to, but yeah, that is unfortunate that he kind of put himself out there, and he probably won't get much in, um, in a relationship return. Yeah. Um not as praise or reward, but just like to have that experience with her. But I think, too, the reason I'm saying that um, partially exists because at the end of this whole, like, date night, she decides to not give out the rose. And yeah. typically when we yeah. see somebody be that vulnerable, there's, you know, like, they, usually the lead will give out the the rose to whoever has been, you know, the most honest, the most vulnerable. Yeah. And but not today. Not today. <laughs> she was like, I'm going to be real Claire about it, and I'm not going to give anyone a fucking rose. I'm like, I'm Claire up in this bitch. Claire 2.0. Do you think there's secret footage of her being like, for, for my personal tragedy card, I'm giving myself a rose. But they don't hate her, so we're never going to see it. <laughs> yeah. No. <it's> like... <laughs> oh, I, we're hoping. I think that, like... Riley, like, as cute as Riley's, like, reoccurring, like, it's our anniversary, like, gimmick is, I think that's also pretty telling about, like, where their relationship is, rather than them, like, Mm -hmm. getting together and having good chemistry, he's like, I have this thing planned, and I'm gonna Mm -hmm. walk you through these steps, and that is our time together, okay, bye. That feels like there isn't (laughs) a real love connection happening. So I totally hear you on it being more of a, a platonic connection unfortunately for him and that's fine and it's and it's okay but it's just like oh we love him and it just it's like more of our sadness that he has to you know i would also well especially because he is like one of two people or well three people at this point but two planned um that do not have like a one-on-one date planned Mm -hmm. i guess yeah um so like blake has one that we don't get to see until next week and then it's what he and who's the other guy that doesn't have i think that's it noah noah, noah. Yeah. yeah noah doesn't have a one-on-one date yet technically uh, doesn't deserve under either under his belt um yeah, he said too much time yeah so she decides not to give anybody the rose and she um i mean i think ultimately it's for a good reason she just needs more time to think <laughs> about it so i don't you know blame her for it um but just, yeah. i'm sorry i have to say this part um yes. Have you guys ever seen the movie It Follows? Yeah. Like, uh, for the for listeners who haven't seen the movie It Follows, um, it's sort of like The Ring almost, where, like, if, if you see it, you gotta pass it off to somebody else or some shit or you'll die. Uh, Bennett is the same, as it turns out, because... Uh, Taisha walks out through a gate and didn't pass it off to any of these other dudes that deserve to die. And lo and behold, beautiful skeleton Bennett appears. 
Um, thank you to the, <laughs> once again, to the East Coast folks that are just like, you stupid bitches. You didn't know he was going to come back. Like, <laughs> none of you are listening to this podcast, and that's okay. I'm being bitter for no reason. Um, so, uh, Taisha invites him over to her house. Uh, because she is making eye contact with every producer, and no producer is making eye contact with her. Um, so she's just like, help, 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 help. And nobody was just like, okay. Um, so they go back to El Presidente or whatever. Um, he's wearing white pants, which is, you know, not okay. Maybe we'll see blood splatters on on them later. I don't know. I just like really get serial killer vibes from him. I don't know. Probably Um, his own. Whatever limo driver was supposed to take him out of the (gasps) resort, and he and he killed that limo driver, and he's like, "Okay, I'm back, baby." (laughs) He he like his own face was the axe that killed the the driver. Oh, because he's so chiseled, yeah. Okay, turned around on it. I'm into it again. (laughs) Oh my god. Um, So he's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry for making you think I questioned your integrity. I never would. Um, Bennett says their goodbye was so surreal that he wasn't able to tell her the way he really feels. Um, And then he says the most... (laughs) Okay, he says... (laughs) I realized in that moment that I love you. Someone else talked for the next 20 minutes of the podcast. <laughs> no, it's nonsense. Um, yeah. At this point, Tasha just stares at him blankly, and she's silent for, like, literally two years, and is like, uh, and declares herself speechless, because, yeah, all of us. Well, I mean, I was screaming. I don't know if screaming is considered a speech, but I was screaming. Um... Bennett insists that he does not expect an immediate answer. For once, he's giving somebody a chance. Oh, gross. Um, their own choice. Um, but he just wants another chance. Um, after some hesitation, Tasha says that she needs the night to think about it, of course. And she sends him off. And as she sends him off, he they stand up together. And she can sense that this man is going to try to kiss her. And she already leans back a little bit. And she goes to hug him. And she says, okay, one hug. And they hug, and then she leans back, and then they tries to go in for a kiss. And she says, no, no. And she, like, pushes his chest away. Um, like, I know that and... the Matrix meme isn't relevant anymore, but it is <laughs> here. I have to make that. Okay, I have to make that. <laughs> no, don't, because the Benistans scare me. Oh, my God, you're right. They are. They go on our page, and they're just like, I like Ben, and I'm like, are you lost? And they are. I'm over it. They are. Um, and then she ultimately waxes and wanes about how whether she should ask Bennett to come back. Blah blah blah. We get spoiled with the preview that he does come back. I absolutely hate it. Um, I just want to talk about like now this point. Like, can we talk about how Bennett is being the absolute worst? Um, between him like not knowing how to respect all the no's that she's given him. A the no to please leave the resort, and B the no to not kiss me. Um, to his, like, almost gaslighting and I think mansplaining um, would be in this situation where he's trying to, like, focus on the integrity thing with her so much and he's, like, 
trying to convince her so heavily that that's not the case, that it's giving her no room to actually experience her actual feelings because he's just like, what you're saying I did absolutely didn't happen. So it completely denies her actual lived experience, yeah. which I hate. Um, and then to finally our new phrase that we love at Dickard Pod, he love bombs her, like yeah. by saying that he loves her, which is just like absolute trash anyway. I'm just like, oh. I'm wondering how much of it is. I mean, like, we saw the beginning of the episode. Like, she doesn't give a shit about this guy. Yeah. So, like, I'm wondering where all of the sudden... It's producers. Like, yeah, I, it has to be because she doesn't give a shit about him. Yeah. At the beginning of the episode. And then all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, he. Sh- I would be surprised if this guy showed up. Like, I would be, like, surprised and scared if this guy showed up. And I would listen. And th- that would be it for me. I... Um, yeah, I feel ahead. like we're getting, like, a repeat of, like, two different things from, like, previous Bachelorette seasons. We're getting, like, the Bachelorette getting really upset about her intentions being questioned. Like, I'm thinking mm-hmm. about Hannah Brown when all the guys were like, we hate Luke. And she's like, I have him here for a reason. It's not your decision. Don't question me on that shit because it's not your life. It could be your life, but right now it's not your life. And so I feel mm-hmm. like we're getting, like, that storyline played for us again. And then also creepy dude who was sent home and comes back and is persistent about being in love like Luke P. So it's, Mm -hmm. I don't know, like him returning felt super ingenuine and like, we're just like pulling something from the playbook and being like, "Eh, that'll be exciting. (laughs) Let's do that. Let's not send him home. I don't know. So it it doesn't. Spoiler. It's not because we hate him. No, no. Um, also, I know this was, like, directed toward Jenna earlier, but I, (laughs) I snuck into the Instagram DMs earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, like, this also happened with, in Rachel's season. Yeah. With Demario, like, Demario back. And during that season, Demario was, like, deemed a threat very early on. And it's really hard to not, like, code that as racial. Yeah. Because so many white dudes since then have done that where they've been explicitly asked to leave and they've come back and it's just like, oh, whatever, that's not a big deal at all. Like, where, like if, if it were in my real life and I was just like, no, I need you to leave. I'm not interested in you. And they came back like, <laughs> I'm not like a, I, I literally would never call the police, but I would call the police. Um, and that's exactly what The Bachelor did in, like, Rachel's season with DeMario. They were like, there's, like, four security guards here. He was outside um, the gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, like... Like, he got, like, totally different treatment than everybody else, but because Bennett is, like, a Harvard graduate, um, he is, like, quote-unquote well-spoken. He just, like, talks like a robot. Like, I don't know. I don't get why I, that's anything. I talk and behave differently than everybody else here. Um, Actually, I... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but he's but he's white and well to do, and so the show literally lets him stand. How outside can of he Tasha's be dangerous? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. They let him stand outside of Tasha's like bedroom, basically. Whereas they totally made Demario outside of the gate, made security stand with him, had Chris Harrison be liaison or yeah. whatever, like go to Rachel, go back to him. It's just so 
And he, and as the person in the DMs was saying, it's absolutely, he was not even at all aggressive. He got sent home because he had a girlfriend come on again. He had a white girlfriend who was crazy, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, like, you know, he he did not exhibit any, like, aggressive behavior prior to that. Like, the whole bib thing is a whole other story. But, like... It's just, it's blatant. I mean, yeah, I feel like it's very coded racism that I'm really glad that that person DM'd us because I was like, I had forgotten that, unfortunately. And it's just another case of, like, Bachelor Nation totally simping for this man just because he makes a couple face mask jokes. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't, like, why are we, (laughs) I can't. I don't really get why, though, because, like, I mean, like, we, like... Jenna, you and I have been doing this for so long. Like, you and I have different tastes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm right and you're wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've been wrong. I've been wrong historically. <laughs> I liked Blake um, Hortzman. I liked Tyler C. Oh. <laughs> I liked JPJ. <laughs> I, I, like, I mean, I've always been right. And um, that's all I had to say. I didn't really have any other point besides that. But Okay, yeah. No, I, I mean, like, it's, it's just, like, so crazy to me how um hard bachelor nation will go toward people that where it's just like uh like with with bennett it's just like what what are you simping <laughs> like i don't understand he's he, he's not the worst for sure but he's no. he, there's nothing really like there either that's just like oh he's really come out of his shell and he's become no. this person like if it were like one of the other people where it's like oh i suffered with like or i've been struggling with like an eating disorder or something and like for some reason we disagreed with like what what first we would never but like if we were just like <laughs> oh fuck this guy uh d- <laughs> for suffering from an eating disorder like yeah no but like some some people are just like so into bennett just i d- we're we're we are just like discriminating against him for being rich. <laughs> what do you think, Connie? Like, why do people I like do him? I do get that he's like a fun person to watch. Like during yeah. the the art date when he like tricked Noah out of sitting next to Tasha, that was great. Like, just yeah. just use your power to like, get one over on another dude. That's funny to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. but like when I think about him as a person and like interacting with him. That sounds like shit. Any attraction I have to him, I completely chalk up to programming. Like, I've been told <laughs> that men like him are great and that's what I should want. And so, like, my libido's like, ooh. But that's not, like, intellectually what I have grown to want as an adult woman. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So I feel like a lot of people are maybe working from that rather than being like, yes, he would be a good partner for me, you know? <laughs> No, it's true. I do think that we've been deprived of the show for, it was like seven months or so, and it came on, and this man liked to wear a robe, he liked to put a face mask on, he liked to drink a martini glass, and we were like, hey, that's what I've been doing for the last seven mm-hmm. months, um, except for replace martini with a PBR, and... He has gay yeah. energy, but he's doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> he's doing he the gay energy wrong gay so energy. bad. Yeah. I don't want that. And even then, even then, I would be like, yeah. But it, it's just not right. Something's not right. It's not right. Something's no, not I... If, you, if he's a psychopath, I would not be surprised. I don't know. <laughs> like, and again, I'm not an expert of any sort. I just watched some TikTok videos. But, like, from the charts I've seen, I would not be surprised. 
That reminds me of last season when I was like convinced that Victoria Fascist was a narcissist based off of TikToks that I'd watched and I'd like literally TikToks that was like, let me break down why Victoria Fascist is a narcissist. And I was like, yes, bitch. And then I posted about it and I tagged Nick Vial for oh, some God. reason. I can't remember because I was on some bullshit. And because um, you tagged Nick, Nick Vial in everything. Yes, exactly. Well, exactly. I stopped after a while. Yeah, but he totally subtweeted us about that, like, in his podcast. He's like, I think the fan accounts in Bachelor Nation are a little too hard on Victoria. They're calling her a narcissist. And I was like, oh, that was me. That was you. That was me. Well, babe, it's not our fault they fucked. (gasps) What? (laughs) I I don't know. This is just a guess. (laughs) I... (laughs) I Why would Nick ever defend a woman that he hasn't fucked? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) You'll just create shit. You'll just like invent rumors. <laughs> okay, Harrison's definitely the- fucked Andy. Nick Miles definitely fucked Victoria Fascist. Okay, no. The Andy thing is true. Um, <laughs> Andy but otherwise knows, it's Jay Anon that I it's Jay Anon that I just like do like a what if she fucking texts me all the time she's like what if and i'm like thank you Uh, i don't know if you guys watch big mouth but i feel like i'm the anxiety mosquito that's played by maria bamford (gasps) but what if um what if nick files in this thing and i (laughs) yeah that's my job here i'm doing a really good job i love it so much fuck well this has been amazing. Connie, <laughs> I fucking love you. Oh, I love you. Um, We've never talked before. I know. I'm keeping your phone number. Yeah, do it. I hope it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. Like, we didn't get to talk about fucking yes. really, but, you know. You want to start? Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything to say about fucking in the, in the, in the last episode, or the, the episode notes? Um, I hope that Claire and Dale are having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope she's getting hers. Yeah. That's it. I love that. Yeah, I really love that. That makes me happy in my mm-hmm. heart. <laughs> and my vagina. Yeah. Happy vaginas all around. Happy vaginas Yeah, thank you again so much, Connie. We love you so much. Come back anytime, please. Um, we have a whole season of Matt James coming up. And yeah, exactly. We have some thoughts and feelings about that. So please come back and share those thoughts and feelings with us. Hey Danica, hey Jenna, this is Sophie James and I've missed y'all since our wonderful live Um, and this is going to be another, I don't know if it'll be a hot take, but it'll definitely be one take because I'm still frazzled by last night's episode and I don't think, I think Bennett means well honestly and he's so, his lack of awareness Although it's not um, endearing, I believe that he believes what he says half the time. Um, So I don't think there's a malicious bone in his body, but I think that what he represents in a world of whiteness constructed to be the baseline in which everything is kind of marked against, especially intellect, um, class, um, just a lot of different things. The way that he was talking to Tasha last night, as if he knew her better than she knew herself, and not in a sense 
not even emotionally. Like he was literally playing a game of semantics, even with Noah, but he already deems Noah as irrelevant because of class and other things. But just the way that he was trying to play this game of semantics and how white men just love to use logic in a way to best their opponents. And he was completely oblivious of how he was doing the very thing that Taisha was accusing him of. Um, not accusing, but basically stating, you're condescending, you're questioning my integrity, and you have no basis to do that. And he still was not connecting to it. Just that him using his bloated intellect um, and uh, feckless logic to try to change her mind as a black woman it was very triggering and that's probably one of the microaggressions that doesn't really get talked about as much because while you're in the moment of experiencing that with a white person it's very you're so guarded and defensive that you don't realize until after that conversation just how loaded and how inappropriate and how fucked up that interaction was and I think that's what was so cringy and just really riled me. Um, so ultimately, Bennett is trash. Um, and anyone who's caping for him or there, anyone who's um, defending him honestly, they're just really um, upholding this, that status quo because of what he represents. He always leads with his wealth um, Harvard, even though he can't spell, um, he leads with his pedigree, but there's no depth. He's just this hollowed out man. And we live in a society that's built by hollowed out men. Um, but again, like, I hope that this, what he was doing as subtle as it was, it's a very like pervasive it's a very pervasive microaggression that people of color black women deal with when they're in heavily white spaces um and i know i've experienced it being in academia for 10 years um and just the kind of terse arguments or the logical games that white men would try to play in trying to pass their opinion as fact um, in class, which the only thing that was really, um, the only thing that cemented their argument was the audacity or the caucasity. So it's like, I don't know, that exchange with Taisha, again, this might be a hot take and it might be, it might be like a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing to deconstruct but yeah that was as blatant as a microaggression that people of color deal with and for him to pass off you know um his colonized sense of logic and semantics to try to tell someone else that they don't know what they're feeling or they don't know what their um that their intellect is somehow um incorrect or their intellectual capacity is somehow incorrect is just disgusting and I hate him. All right, I'm going to keep it short. Uh, hope to talk to you guys soon and take care. Thank you for listening to Descartes Pod.
Make sure you're following us on social media. On Instagram, we are DateCardPod. On Twitter, we are DateCardPodcast. You can email us at DateCardThePodcast at gmail. And make sure you're following your hosts. Danica is at DrunkFeminist on Instagram. And Jenna is Jenna with a smile. Make sure you are subscribed to us on iTunes, Spotify, and Stitcher. Hey, leave us a review. This is the final podcast tonight. When you are ready. Welcome to the ad for Afternoonified. The ad where we try to convince you to listen to our show. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. We hope you like mummies, weird religions, cheese, historical figures, dicks, religion, and like a lot of other stuff. Did it work? Are you going to listen? Emily, they can't hear you. They're like pressing the skip button right now. Oh. For more podcasts like the one you just listened to, go to SoBelowMedia.com. This, this is as above, so below.